Hey guys, welcome again. Welcome again to my Guardian Angel podcast. Thank you for listening. Um, what do I want to talk about today? Well, yesterday, or the last episode, it's not really the last episode when I talked about apology, I was um, basically transitioning uh, from the scriptural, the written tradition, which is scripture, sacred scripture, into uh, talking about sacred tradition, okay? And by doing so, certain uh, things that I've learned now have to be explained so that in my so-called apology which is not really an apology but um in my apology slash correcting certain things i said from the previous podcast um in doing this i i hope to put you on the right track in spiritual growth rather than, you know, put you on the wrong path. Um, so, but at the same time, it, it, as I said last time, it is, it was necessary that I kind of like tried to expose the, um, just the, the weight, the empirical the value system of the Old Testament, right? So, because it, when dealing with uh, trying to figure out this whole, trying to fix this pedophilia issue in the church, there has to be some sort of empirical way to measure justice, right? Um, yeah. So, I mean, the, I guess the segue to that is... What I've figured out with St. Thomas Aquinas is that um, God's justice is not necessarily a one-to-one correspondence with the Old Testament's punishments, okay? So... In all these episodes, especially in the beginning of the podcast, I explained to you that if um if there if if a person basically is punished by death either by god killing him or by the appropriate authorities in that case it was the kings at that time um using capital punishment or whatever or in the case of children and parents it would be the the well you you read the Old Testament, um, but apparently, according to Saint Thomas Aquinas, it's not a one to one correspondence, right? Like there are certain times, according to Aquinas, where if someone didn't get punished, like for example Judah, uh, when he had sex, thinking he had sex with a prostitute who was Tamar, right? But he didn't know, right? According to uh, Saint Thomas Aquinas. Um, 
we cannot say that since he didn't get punished that it is not a grave matter right we can't say that like according to guan is he he even says that you know judah and all his other brothers try to kill his younger brother jacob i mean is it jacob no joseph okay but he didn't get punished so in but it was a grave um uh, grave matter of trying to kill joseph right so he didn't get punished so i guess in like my whole um rationale was to say okay just don't basically don't do anything that'll take you to the grave kind of thing right that was my rationale and by doing so i thought that okay anything that uh, takes you to the grave in the old testament in terms of punishment uh corresponds to um eternal um i guess friendship with god not being in an eternal friendship with god right in terms of grave matter uh, according to eternity right um so i mean that's like the basis of my rationale but according to aquinas it's not it's it's not um that simple um so here's the problem now okay the problem that uh, has to be addressed the problem here is that when we talk about tradition we're talking about um eternal things in a way where we just have to be believe the these saints basically the saints that are of uh who are who who we learn from like aquinas without empirical evidence right like i mean after when jesus came the punishment didn't really happen when people sin because he was a sacrifice that removed the punishment if someone wanted to you know ask god to um be the i guess the best way the word to say is be the person to ransom for their release from eternal punishment right or the punishment they did right so after jesus came and then we have the saints who are afterwards right that i'm talking about like saint thomas aquinas and all that stuff there's no actual empirical evidence of the punishments that they say are of grave matter right there are certain things like you can see in the the old testament but it it doesn't exhaust all of them right and this is a problem when dealing with uh trying to solve pedophilia because you're going to have priests and nuns just <laughs> just say that right that certain things are grave matter when they don't have the actual evidence from the previous from the old testament and this is a big problem uh, of uh, credibility what is the credibility that they have in saying these things when you have people like cardinal mccarrick who in in the confessional abuse kids right so you get this thing that you know is wrong um that what he's doing is bad in the confessional 
you know, even in the confessional, right? And priests saying certain things that they're doing when they abuse are right, but it's not, right? So the credibility is kind of like there's no evidence, right? So, I mean, when we, uh, when we try to measure certain things now, according to what the priests say is of grave matter or the nuances of that in terms of eternal um, punishment, right? Um, I don't know. I don't know exactly what we can say and use to help with the pedophilia issue, right? How can we prove in a scientific empirical way of a, using a certain value systems that are um, certain, as in the Old Testament? How can we do that now after, you know, when there's no actual real evidence anymore uh, with this? And this is a big problem. This is a big problem we face, right? It's a big problem with my theory too. I mean, it does. It basically grave matter is not exhausted in tradition, right? I mean, in sacred scripture, because yeah, certain things that God didn't punish in the Old Testament is now, according to these guys, the saints is of grave matter. And by the way, I actually believe and hold. Like, I actually try my best now um, to... I've always... Tr I mean, in terms of converting back to my faith, I've always tried to look at these saints and learn from the popes and all these things. So I'm not trying to say, you know, um, that it's wrong to believe these people and, and the saints and all that stuff, especially when... When uh, miracles uh, confirm certain saints, right? But at the same time, it's just like I'm trying to kind of like separate the two, trying to, you know, help with this whole pedophilia issue, but at the same time, um, grow in my own faith and holiness towards God in a good way, right? So it's kind of like a conflict. <laughs> I just tried sitting down and almost fell. Okay, so it's kind of like a conflict I have within me. Um, and we'll see how that goes. But just letting you know that, um, yeah, I mean, this is also one of the reasons why you need people. If you really want to stop pedophilia, you also need people who are not of our faith. Because then they can, we can refer the Old Testament to them so that they can understand that um, they, we can give them that so that they can understand the value system. Uh, as for us who actually want to grow in holiness, we may not be able to, to uh, do certain things that uh, people who are not of our faith can do right one example is for example as i said before i said before something um that according to uh, a certain saint 
I think it was Saint. Uh, I don't know the name. Anyways, um, there's a pastoral approach where a bishop, if or a priest, if um, if the person there, there, um, you know, pastorally helping spiritually, if they and counseling, right? If they uh, think that the person they're counseling, after knowing that a certain sin is a grave sin. And um, after after knowing that, would not have the ability to actually uh, not do it. The priest, I mean the 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 counselor, which is the bishop or the priest, may say, I mean basically omit um, giving them that knowledge so that they will not be culpable of that uh, sin yet because because they don't know right so um when dealing with grave matter that uh according to aquinas is of grave value that is not explicitly stated in the old testament um us us, us christians who are trying to uh grow in holiness and within the catholic faith especially those who are in religious orders and priests and nuns they they are incapable of helping uh other people um people victims children who are victims because there's another value system that is of tradition and is not uh, actually written in sacred scripture and so you're gonna always get to that point where you know they're not gonna be able to explain in a court of law why they did like why they covered up certain things you know um and that's a shame it's a shame because we want i think we all of us even people in this church clergy want to get rid of this pedophilia issue but at the same time um our our belief structure is kind of like i guess a hindrance towards that growth but it's a hindrance that uh, i don't think a lot of people in, who want to grow in faith are willing to kind of um not i mean kind of like you know go against right which is why like you're gonna have uh, people who are in the church who have said the vow of obedience and then they're just gonna do they're gonna be obedient and you know they're just gonna be obedient and that's it's a shame but uh if uh if the bishop or the counselor of who for them are telling them to shut up and just don't speak about the you know the this whole abuse then they're gonna not speak because they will be scared of going to hell and you have that in certain priests right who who just stopped talking about this whole pedophilia because they didn't want to go to hell because they did and and they were kind of like um uh, they use the excuse that they don't want to go to hell and they have to listen to their superior who wants them not to continue with this uh, trying to, you know, approach of trying to solve the pedophilia issue, right? And it's a shame, it's sad, but it's a reality that the law enforcement have to know.
regardless if you're Christian or not, you're going to have to know this, right? And also, this is also the reason why I'm also advertising this to public schools, because we still need your help regardless. They're, like, the Catholic people, especially the people who in the church who want to grow in holiness, they're not going to be able to solve this issue of pedophilia. We actually need your help, okay? We need your help. Bishops have said this before, that... Christ did not make a, a police structure for his church. He didn't make it. Okay, we, he, he didn't create an enforcement uh, structure to police everything, right? So, anyways, that's what I wanted to talk about. It's very important that you understand this. Okay? All right. See you later. Bye-bye.